the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welkom to You Ought to Know FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You got a business where you have cashiers? Come on, get into the 21st century. Go self-checkout. Don't have to worry about employees, benefits, vacation. That little machine will just run, 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 run. And Southwest Point of Sale will come out to your location and take a look and see how your system's set up. And if they could flip you over to self-checkout, they will. And you'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day service. I was at lunch with the owner yesterday, and he got a phone call with a grocery store that was having issues. Boom, sent a technician out immediately. Give him a call, 800-540-2149, 800-540-2149. And Hot Rods and Custom Stuff, they were good guys last week. What a great company. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com if you want to build a car, sell a car, buy a car. Randy and the team will hook you up. All right, Elizabeth Williams, who is a PR lady for Rolls-Royce, and her sister Allison are out on the trails in a Toyota Tacoma for the Rebel Rally, and I did a quick interview with them before they left. Take a listen. All right, well, folks, uh, by the time you hear this interview, Elizabeth Williams and Allison Williams will be traveling down the road from Hoover Dam heading to Glamis out in the desert with the Rebel Rally. And if Elizabeth sounds familiar to you, she works for Rolls-Royce, but she decided to do it a different way. And Elizabeth, first off, welcome to the show. Same with you, Allison. Thank you. Thank you. So, Elizabeth, what are you dri- what are you guys driving? So, I actually ended up purchasing a 2021 Toyota Tacoma uh, TRD off-road. All right. So, uh, why did you pick that vehicle? Just out of curiosity. You know, I actually went, the first time I got behind the wheel of a, of the Toyota Tacoma, I kind of fell in love with it. I really was actually interested in a truck rather than an SUV or anything like that. And uh, it is a great nimble little vehicle. It goes everywhere. It's like a little billy goat. And uh, you know, it's not. I did get the uh, the extended ba- bed, the six foot cab. Uh, uh, four door, so it is. It is quite a, a large vehicle, but at the same time, it uh, it feels very nimble, and I'm having a blast driving it. <laughs> so let me guess: you're going to be the driver, Allison, the navigator, or are you guys going to switch back and forth? Oh no, I'm I'm going to be the navigator. She's not going to let me drive. She's the older sister. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess: she's your older sister, right? 
Exactly. <laughs> if you ate it when they pulled when they pull that eight card on you. So Which means they're gonna blame me if we get lost, of course. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's funny I had like I was just telling Elizabeth, my my uh, co host on a dirt show I do is off road. They're entering as as well, Team 149. So I had them come to KUSI TV, and they brought the maps and all the stuff that you're going to have to use, Allison. OMG. <laughs> I, I take my hat off. If you th- I mean, because I don't know how in the world you're going to be able to use all that antiquated equipment. <laughs> well, I'm so excited about it. I love paper maps. And, um, you know, a couple of years ago I went through search and rescue training uh, here in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And we learned to do a lot of the stuff. And I got to say, it's going to be a little easier when I know that somebody's life is not on the line, me uh, using the, the compass, just, you know, my sisterly relationship, which is a little less scary. Yeah, well, absolutely. I get, But I guess the most important question is, do you get along? We do. <laughs> I think we do. We'll, we'll see, you know, after eight days of uh, being on the trail together. So. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, you we have really good skills. Yeah, and you have to look at it as an adventure. I mean, it's not like you're going to win a million dollars. It's not like you're going to get a 400-foot trophy. I think this is a great bonding, if you guys already have, already are not bonded, but this is going to be a great experience. And I am so happy Emmy, uh, Emily, Miller, Emmy, Emily Miller has put this program together because it is just growing like crazy, like leaps and bounds. Oh, absolutely. And so you're in, the, yeah, you guys, stock, yeah, and you're in the stock class, which I understand is going to be pretty large, but that that's fine. Can't use navigation, so you have to somehow disable the navigation in the Toyota, but that's well, okay. Fortunately, fortunately, I actually ended up buying my vehicle without navigation, uh, uh, so it it was a little bit of a uh, of a Frankenstein when I got it because it, they were a little concerned that I didn't want navigation, but it should work out just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which means and, she's and, gonna have to bring me along everywhere she goes just to tell her where to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, are you normally propone or, or, or do you normally get lost? <laughs> no, actually, I don't. <laughs> I have a pretty good sense of direction, which should actually help. You know, I can kind of be the the gut check. <laughs> Okay, well, then, then you're in good shape. Uh, you know, and everybody thinks, oh, this is going to be so tough. But if you make it to the base camps, you've got, you've got a, what, a, a five-star chef that's going to cook for you. you I mean, and you guys are going to be doing okay. Yes, exactly. I'm not too worried uh, that, you know, I think once we can get there and, uh, you know, the Rebel and Emily and her entire crew take oh, very yeah. good care of the competitors. <laughs> So what have you two done to prepare? I mean, I don't know how long you've owned the little Toyota, but have you gone, I mean, do you have any deserts or any off-road areas that you guys have practiced on or no? We have. Well, yeah, we went down to California to do some official training through the Rebel, which was so much fun. And for me, it was just a chance to get out in the same kind of terrain we'll be exploring during the rally uh, and really start taking, you know, taking out our compasses, taking out our maps, getting stuck in the sand a couple of times. And uh-huh. uh, it, it definitely cemented my interest in, in doing the competition. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have uh, the Hohen family. They sell, you know, Mercedes, Land Rovers and all that. And the dad talked the two daughters into doing it. 
better get out in the desert and you better learn how to change a flat tire in that soft sand or you're mm-hmm. going to be in serious trouble. Well, I don't think they took my advice, and that their first trip out was pretty pretty uneventful because they got stuck real bad. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, re- even though the Pacific Northwest really doesn't have much in the way of sand dunes, we have a lot of great trails up there. So I had been, even up before we started doing the official Revelle training, been taking the truck out and doing a lot of different trails throughout the, the Pacific Northwest, practicing, you know, how to change a tire, how to plug a tire, you know, check everything. So we've we've been, I think we're pretty well prepared. Now, have you been able to garner any sponsors? Because whenever I talk to young racers, I always make sure that they do talk about sponsors. Or, or, or have you not done that? No, actually, we did quite a bit. And um, I was very fortunate to be introduced to the team over at Clear Customs, which is part of the Beaverton Toyota. Uh, up in Oregon, and they actually are the ones that helped me get the the truck into the condition and get it all set up and ready to go. Um, but they introduced me to Ironman 4x4, so we actually have one of their suspension systems in our truck. Uh, Metal Tech uh, 4x4, which did the bumpers and the rock sliders, and then of course we also got Nexon tires, so we're going to have some great off-road tires, uh, kind of the first foray for Nexon, and then uh, Expel. Uh, protection films to kind of make sure that we keep it as looking as pretty as possible might be a little bit tough. And then just a personal friend, uh, you know, the city of Sheridan, Wyoming actually came through and became one of our sponsors, even though we only, you know, the competition is focused mainly on Nevada and California. You know, the entire Western United States is ripe for uh, off highway and off road trails uh, for, for people to enjoy. All right. Hey, folks, uh, this is a long interview because these guys are so cool. And I know uh, Christian Barclay is on the line, and I don't want to take as much time. I mean, I'd do it to Bri- uh, I would do it to Brian, but I won't do it to Christian. So stick with us. You'll hear the last uh, half of that interview at uh, 245. So let's take a quick break. You're listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. Need propane? Go to sc-propane.com. Out in East County, family-owned and operated. Can't beat them. Express Auto Service, 7633 Elkhorn Boulevard. They work on all my cars. Go to expressautoservicelamesa.com. And in between working on our cars, they also do classic cars. So if you want your classic car done right and not pay through the nose, go to expressautoservicelamesa.com. Got Kristen Barclay on the line. She's in a Hyundai venue. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? So how did you like the venue? Okay, so I didn't know what to expect. So first impressions... I'm sitting out on my back patio. I sit on a hill, and so I can see vehicles when they come in. And so I see it coming in, and I was like, oh, I I didn't recognize it was mine at first. And I was like, oh, look. I was like, somebody in the neighborhood bought a Mini Cooper. And um, (laughs) 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, not a Mini Cooper. That's the Hyundai venue. Um, So the styling, I thought, was was nice. They've done a good job uh, on the exterior um, as well as on the interior for the price point. I think it's it's kind of unique. You know, I, this was the denim, which is only available in like a two-tone. So it's got that blue and white 
paint scheme, which I'm sure is one of the reasons that I thought it was a Mini Cooper, but also kind of the size, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know what I found myself doing? And I'm wondering if I'm the only one, but every time I wanted to adjust the climate, I was turning the middle button, the, the display that says, you know, it's 72. I kept trying to turn it right and left to change the, uh, the, the, the cool air. Did you, uh, have you done that yet? Yeah, I had, I've had that car as well. And I, I, yeah, it's, and you know me, I'm not going to the owner's manual, you know, and, right. and, and I think they should make them. I've got a car I'm in right now, but we won't talk about it. That is the most difficult. We'll talk off air. It's the most difficult car I've ever, ever, ever driven. And it's $80,000. So I think it needs to be, cars need to be user-friendly. And as a general rule, I think Hyundai does a pretty good job with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and again, I mean, it's not that it was difficult. It just, for some reason, because that had the temperature, my brain kept saying, like, just turn this dial. I mean, I like the way the dials were yeah, kind of set yeah. up. I like the way the interior was set up in general. Um, I thought it was like, especially for the price point, I thought it was stylish and yeah, the thing that I keep hearing, because I'm at the age where a lot of my friends, kids are just starting to drive. They're just starting to get their first vehicle. And they're all like, yeah, you know, I went and bought them a 1990, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, I sit there and I shake my head and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, because, you know, I, I my first car was, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but there were a lot less people on the road when you started <sighs> driving. Right. Uh, you know, I said, you know, you got to, you know, and I always say you got to, uh, but you need to me, you need the safety features, and and for this um, vehicle that starts under 20k to have forward collision avoidance assistance mm-hmm. with the pedestrian detection, the lane keeping, the rear cross traffic uh, collision warnings—they're all standard, um, no matter the model you get. And then if you get the denim like I had, you also get blind spot warnings, as well as and I mean, how many times have we talked about the phenomenal warranty that that Hyundai's come with? Sure. Um, I don't understand why you don't just bite the bullet and buy something like this for that first time driver. Or even lease it. Lease it within the family and then let the kid drive it. Yeah, for sure. I know. I, mean, I, you know, I, I agree. The other thing is, like, when you buy one of those older vehicles, you're constantly at the gas pump because, you know, fuel efficiency wasn't yeah. a thing in the 90s or, right. you know, even the early 2000s, really. I mean, we might have talked about it, but it really wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, when you're looking at, you know, 31 miles a gallon, 30, 33. I mean, that's excellent, especially for kids that you and I both know that there's no 16-year-old on the planet that's hypermiling. No. I mean, there might be one or two, but uh, definitely not in our neighborhood from what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, no, I, I – and don't you love it when – I've had parents say, well, you know, I want to get my kid a 75 Ford wagon so they're nice and safe. Well, what makes you think they can drive a, a tuna boat I mean, give them a – and I think that's the other thing that I like about the venue. It's not too big. It's not too small. And it's, it's more than – Yeah, it's it's perfect. I think it's perfect for a first-time driver. I do, too. And, you know, the other thing is while it has enough power to be safe, it's mm-hmm. not like it's, like, crawling. Um, it's got a 1.6-liter engine, yep. a CVT. It's not overpowered. So it's not something where you're worried about them, you know, goosing it or mm-hmm. leaving marks or – just as first-time drivers are still learning. I also see it being a great fit for, like, I've got some neighbors, they're in their 80s. Um, they go out, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. Like, once a week, they go do their grocery shopping. That's almost the only time they ever drive. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect vehicle for them. Oh. Actually, while I had it, while I had the venue, um, I uh, ordered some food for our food pantry because they've been struggling lately. And I meant to have it shipped there while I 
was absent-minded. I had it shipped to me instead. You know what? I loaded it up, and I still had room for more. And we're talking a couple of huge big boxes from Sam's Club mm-hmm. easily fit in the back of that cargo area. So um, it's it still has a lot of cargo room right. as well. And that's with the second row seats up, right? Or did you yeah, no, I didn't even have to put them down. No, yeah. I didn't have to put them down at all. See, that yeah. was that was one of the points that I, I really liked about it as well is that, you know, they've, you know, I mean, I, it sounds like a broken record, but Hyundai has really figured out what the consumer needs and wants. Absolutely. My my only caveat to that, you know, the only thing that crossed my mind is like, let's say it's somebody who's never considered a Hyundai, mm-hmm. and this was the first Hyundai they encountered because it has some plasticky parts. And again, this is like an entry level, extra small. SUV. This right. is like for the first time driver or the older person who's downsizing, mm-hmm. um, you know, or somebody who's just really on a tight budget. I could even see like a single parent with one kid going for something like this. Um, it's it's not it's not the upper trim Hyundai's. It's not it's not like getting in a Santa Fe or a Tucson or a Sonata. Um, so that's my only thing is if this was somebody's first encounter with a Hyundai, they might not realize how far Hyundai's have come or how impressive Hyundai's are. Does that make sense? Well, it, it, it does, but you know, it always, and I think what you're speaking of is more of a journalist problem than it is a consumer problem because we have a tendency to expect more in a car where uh, the prime example, my wife drives a 2012 Prius V. She will not get rid of that car. And it's about as army truck if there ever was a car. Hard plastic <laughs> dash. You know, the seats are barely comfortable. She has no desire for, for it to do anything more than what that car does for her. So, yeah, I, I get it. But the pla- see, but the plastic has never really, really bothered me. You know, I mean, as long as it's not cracked. I, you know, I've always never seemed to have too much of an issue with it. But I, But I totally get what you're coming from. At that well, price and point, it's not, that it, it's not that it's yeah, and it's not that it's cheap by any means. I'm just saying that right. like, when I my the first Hyundai Sonata I ever um, sat in blew me away because I think I was expecting a lot less. If that makes sense, oh yeah, so I was like blown away. But I think if I like went from that, you know, or a brand new Santa Fe, um, which is one of my favorite Hyundai's, and then got in a venue, especially mm-hmm. if you were in the base trim, the SE, I might be like, whoa, what happened? Um, but again, it's it's made for that. It's an entry level. It's its price yeah. point. It's comfortable to drive. And, you know, the first thing Marlon pointed out, because I'm making all these, like, mini comparisons, and he's like, you know, it's tuned a lot better. He's like, a mini, you know, has that sport tuning, and they, they're kind of bumpy. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I joked that I felt like Fred Flintstone when I had one because I felt like I was feeling the rocks in the road. Venue is not that at all. Mm-hmm. It is, it's is. it got a, a comfort ride, and it handles well. Right. No, I, I, I agree with you. And, and, it, and it looks good. It looks better than the price that you pay for it. It looks like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't look like a under $20,000 car by any stretch. I like the it, styling, it too. Heads. Yeah, it turns heads. And, and, you know, I don't know if it was because it was two-tone, the white and blue, or if it is because, you know, you don't know what it is initially. You're kind of like, oh, is that a mini? Wait, no, it's got a Hyundai logo on it. But at one point, Marlon was like, people are staring at us. Did we leave? We were leaving, like, the grocery <laughs> store. He's like, did we leave groceries on top or something? Like, what is going on? I was like, no. I was like, they're trying to figure out what we're driving. I'm well, like, I did the same thing the first time I saw it, yeah. you know? And and I was kind of surprised with the denim uh, look to it. I mean, what I, I thought. Well, now that's kind of an. I mean, what what engineer thought that it should have a denim motif? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's cool because it's unique and it kind of makes it set apart. And like I said again, for that younger generation, yeah, that yeah, um, yeah. you know, a parent's kind of like, hey, I want them to have like a 
a small SUV. Um, I, I, I think they would like it. I think they kind of find it trendy and different. Right. But like I've always said, if you're getting a car for your kid, you get the car of the kid. The kid doesn't tell you what he wants, he or she. Right? Right. Did you tell your mom and dad what you wanted? You know, my first car was a 72 Super Beetle. What do you think? I, you know, I just, a broken record. Wait a it's minute. About a 72 Super Beetle? You probably asked for that car. I had no AC. I got one <laughs> AM radio station on a good day, and, and my one, speedometer didn't work half the time. And one speaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the seatbelts didn't work either, so hey, there's hey, that. I got know? a better one than that. My first car was a 51 Chevy. My dad said, if you can get it running, you can have it. He gets home from work. I got the pan off. I got the head off. I got the pistons almost out. And he goes, what are you doing? So he says, well, he said, if I could get it running, I could keep it. It needed a battery. Yeah. You know, you're just talking so Brian will kill me because we're going to go over to his No, no, no. We're good. We're 2820. I'm going to bust you out of here at 29 and change so we don't get in any kind of trouble. But stop and think about it. It took me six months to get that car running because he wouldn't help me put it back together. He says, you took it apart and put it back together. So, yeah. I love it more. Yeah, no. Well, it, it turned me into now I knew how to work on cars. So, yeah. Well, and uh, what kind of fuel miles did you get? I got about 30 miles to the yeah. gallon. Yeah. I, like I said, it's super impressive. The denim trim's 23,000. I think you can get into the base trim right under 20. Yeah, 19 um, and change. You know, yeah, I think the issue right now is just being able to find one. So if it's something you want to drive, call around, see if your dealerships have them. But uh, definitely something worth looking at. Again, that warranty. Oh. Uh, five years, 60,000 uh, yeah. miles, or uh, three years, 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. And it's easy to use. Yeah, yeah. And by the service contract... And that car will be bumper to bumper for ten year, hundred thousand miles, you know, minus wear items. All right, kiddo, I'm going to let you take off. Enjoy the rest of the day. Go jump in the pool. I will talk to you next week. All right. Oh, how do people follow you? Uh, Zany Mom NTX, FocusDailyNews.com, and Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. And folks, subscribe to Focus Daily News. It is really, really a great online paper. Thanks. Say hi to the family. We'll talk to you down the road. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. She's right, real folks. Fine, my Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. The segment brought to you by Weather Machine, family-owned and operated AC and heat company. The bonus for these guys is, other than more years of service, I care to admit, the fact that they have an in-house sheet metal shop so they never have to tell you, sorry, can't get the part, need a whole new AC. Go to weathermachine at cox.net, weathermac, actually, M-A-C-H, at cox.net, or you can just call them direct at 619-443-9974. And John's Automotive Care, the original location, 6267 Riverdale Street, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. Go to John's San Diego Auto Repair.com. Tell them I sent you. All right. Got Brian Armstead on the line. Been cruising around in the Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. Yes, I said Mitsubishi. And if you haven't looked at one in a while, you need to put it on your list. Don't you agree, Brian? Absolutely, Dave. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing just fine. Doing just fine. And I had the cross, and I was. Very impressed with it. 
You know, I'm super impressed with it, Dave. I've been trying to find things wrong with it. And the only thing that I can find wrong with it is this. <laughs> that little Tweety Bird, little uh, bird horn. But you know, <laughs> You're not going to scare that's anybody, cool. that's for sure. I know, I know. But see, in a world where you have Escalades and Hummers, you know, electric Hummers and, and large, supersized vehicles, you need a little bit more juice than Tweety Bird. Yeah, that's you know, give true. Me a, you know, give me a give me a little bit more juice. Uh, so I, I think the first thing I would do if I bought one of these is head to my AutoZone or Pet Boys or Raleigh's or whatever's in your neighborhood, J.C. Whitney, order some dual-note horns and pop those babies in, and, and life is good. I mean, when I look at this Eclipse Cross, now a couple of weeks ago, Dave, we talked about the Outlander, which I just absolutely am in love with. I think it's one of the best mid-size crossovers out there. Uh, the Eclipse Cross is a little smaller, comes in a little bit cheaper. Outlander comes in at 26095 and the uh, Eclipse Cross comes in at 23695 depending on trim. You know, I think that if you're going to really, if you're going to buy a Mitsubishi, you, know, you need to wrap a few coins and, and get the uh, Eclipse Cross. Not that I'm, I'm sorry, the Outlander. Not that there's anything wrong with the Eclipse Cross. Let's start with Stalin. It's Japanese, folks, which means it's got some pretty wild styling. But over time, you know, at first I was like, whoa, this is really, you know, kind of Japanese. And I don't mean to offend Japanese people by saying that. But some of the styling of Japanese cars, like the grills on Lexus and, you know, some of the angles that Hondas have taken over the years are just what they're used to in their culture. But they don't necessarily fly well here in the United States. And when you first take a look at the Eclipse Cross, it's got two kind of U-shaped chrome pieces up front that uh, wrap around the uh, headlights from top to bottom. You've got dual LED lights that are stacked, uh, a black Mitsubishi grill on the model that I'm driving, uh, LED lights that are above the U-shaped chrome pieces that I just spoke about. It looks kind of crazy at first, but it, the more you see it, the more it's like, hmm, I'm kind of digging this this style here, this design. It's, it's kind of funky, cool in its own Mitsubishi-type way. And I'll call that a good thing and leave it at that. Uh, the car is very well contented, Dave. It's like so well contented. I thought I was driving like a, you know, a Kia or a Hyundai, which mm -hmm. kind of gives you everything but the kitchen sink when um, you know, when they outfit their cars. For example, this trim level that I'm in is the uh, 1.5 S all-wheel all -wheel control four-door in red, diamond, and black. Got a 1.5 liter double overhead cam, turbocharged four, electric power steering, which is a great luxury feature because not only do you have an easier time uh, turning the wheel, uh, you don't have the parasitic loss that a fan belt connected to a power steering pump uh, creates. Got a CVT that is so smooth and so precise, I did not remember. I knew it was a CVT, but I just didn't remember that it was a CVT because I had the nerve to start downshifting and I watched the numbers drop from eight to, you know, down to one or two, two or one. It's got steps. It's got steps in the CVT that kind of mimic a, a normal transmission. It's silky smooth. I would go out on a limb with confidence by saying that I think this is the best CVT out there right now. That includes Toyota. That includes Nissan, which is, you know, uh, uh, owns a good percentage of Mitsubishi. And I think that they have surpassed uh, Nissan, who's kind of getting away from CVTs, and Mitsubishi is, is embracing them, and it's good reason for it because they do it well. It's got super all-wheel control, which is a very advanced all-wheel drive system, active yaw control, so if you get caught in a flat spin, 
the active yard control will keep you in a straight line. And when you're in an SUV and the center of gravity is a little bit higher than in a car mm-hmm. to begin with, you want all of these active yaw controls and, and the all-wheel drive control and, you know, with the super all-wheel drive control where the outside will spin a little bit faster than the inside to help get you through corners, things of this nature. So these are great features that you normally find in higher-performance cars. LED headlights, uh, uh, more standard features, LED fogs, LED daytime running lights, LED tail lights, um, 8-inch navigation with smartphone, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all that good stuff. Got some cool leather seats in the package that I'm in. Uh, it's got a driver's knee airbag, which helps keep you from submarining under the steering wheel if you have a the unfortunate incident of a head-on collision. A lot of good stuff here, Dave. Does have some options. The red diamond paint, which is stunning, absolutely stunning. Five ninety-five. Mm-hmm. SEL touring package, twenty-one hundred. Body-colored stuff. Uh, Mitsubishi power sound system with eight speakers. A cool head-up display, which is a Nice piece of plexiglass that rises up from the dash. A little too, I'm too tall for it. I can't, I got to kind of scooch down and see it. But, you know, they don't build cars for people that are 6'9". So I'm right. not paying them for that. Uh, it's just, an, but it's a nice feature to have as part of this package. Power panel sunroof. It's got a dual, uh, dual slot sunroof. So you have one piece of glass over, uh, over the opening over the driver's front row and then second opening over the second row. Uh, auto viewing, auto dimming rearview mirror, forward collision mitigation with high speed braking capability and pedestrian detection, great feature, and adaptive cruise control, worth the twenty one hundred. SEL touring package, exterior nine ninety five, black front and right corner extensions and side extensions. I can save my money on that. Accessory tonneau cover one ninety five. That's a useful tool, particularly if you live in a urban environment where the crime rate and people breaking into cars may be higher than in a suburban environment. So if you're a city dweller, you definitely want to fork over the 195 for that. Hood badge, black, 110. I can get a can of paint from Home Depot for less than $10. (laughs) 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 Welcome package, 190, carpeted floor mats and portfolio, cargo mat, touch-up paint pen. I'll pass. Popper value package, 295. Rear bumper step protector, roadside assistance kit, sport pedals, two ninety five. I'll pass. My car base price for the trim level twenty eight nine nine five. The additional options it doesn't you know sound like a lot when I'm reading it, but it added up to forty four eighty, which mm-hmm. brings the price to thirty three four seventy five. Eleven ninety five destination and handling thirty four six seventy. Now, if I recall correctly, Dave, when I talked about the Outlander just a couple of weeks ago. I believe it was in the uh, thirty-eight thousand range for a similarly spec vehicle. I think you're correct. And it's a larger vehicle, and it's a much better looking vehicle. It has a better ride, has better overall safety. I think because you know mass matters when you're going up against the Escalades and the Lexus five seventies and the Suburbans of the world. You know, if you are in a slightly bigger vehicle, then you, then you have a slightly better chance of out. You know, of a better outcome if you're in an, a collision with one of the behemoths that the roadways these days so I, again i like this mitsubishi a lot it rides great it's relatively quiet i love the uh you know the steering wheel has uh, cruise control controls uh distance controls to set for your dynamic cruise control you know you can set the radar distance uh telephone access you can run through the trip computer which is a bright uh screen you know a couple inches right in front of you uh the 
center tele- telematic screen is eight inches. It's a decent size. It fits. It sits up on top of the dash, but it doesn't look like something that was just plopped up there. It actually looks like it would fold down. It doesn't, but it's a nice-looking component. The whole center stack is nice. The HVAC controls are separate from the center screen, so you below the uh, center stack vents, you have all of the heating, cooling uh, controls, fan controls, beautiful orangish-red uh, lighting on that. Below that, you have a heated steering wheel switch, a couple of USB ports, a uh, 12-volt port, and an eco button if you want to kind of cruise in, in relative comfort. Uh, you can use the eco eco mode. A high-low for heat, and uh, then below, be behind that, that's on the lower console, the super all-wheel drive control. You can engage, engage that. Electronic parking brake, another luxury feature for a relatively inexpensive automobile. And an auto hold. So, like, if you're at a stoplight and you need to take your foot off the brake for whatever reason, you press auto hold. Your car won't move anywhere. The brake lights will still be on. And when you're ready to disengage auto hold, you just hit the gas and off you go. Uh, inside, the back seat is pretty roomy. You know, I don't I don't get in back seats, Dave, because I just don't need the, uh, the strain of trying to get in and out with my incredibly long frame. But I, I can see that it's a, a good-sized backseat, and I believe that I could even get close to uh, fitting in there. Uh, probably will be touching the roof just a little bit, but um, I think it's plenty of room for your average, smaller family. You don't want a couple of 6'4 kids. You know, your teens that are 6'4", 6'6", they won't, they won't work back there. Mm-hmm. But this is a perfect vehicle for a growing family. Plenty of room behind the, uh, the second row there. It's only a two-row uh, compact ute. And again, uh, another feature that is that makes the vehicle very competitive, Dave Stahl, is the 10-year, 100,000-mile yep. warranty. You know, that has made Kia and Hyundai famous. Uh, Mitsubishi has not had the best reliability record over pretty much their all the years that they've been marketing cars in, in the United States. So this is a great confidence booster for consumers to have that powertrain warranty what, 10 years, 100,000 miles, five-year, 60,000-mile bumper-to-bumper, seven-year, 100,000-mile uh, anti-corrosion, and five years, unlimited miles, roadside assistance. You're a traveling salesman, and you drive 40,000 miles a year. You got 200,000 miles of uh, roadside assistance, my friend. So um, uh, the car the car does uh, does pretty well. Uh, again, 25 miles a gallon city, 26 highway for an average of 25. Not so great for a vehicle this size. But, uh, you know, there's room for improvement. Mitsubishi is coming out with a few more cars in the future here, Dave. They have uh, the Eclipse Cross that we talked about. They have uh, the Outlander that we spoke about before. But I don't know if you realize, they also sell a couple of cars. They sell the Mirage, mm-hmm. and they sell the... Uh, they sell the uh, Mirage G4, which is a four-door, and then the Mirage, which is a kind of a hatchback, cool hatchback, and the Outlander Sport, which is right now in 2021, guys, but they're coming out with the 2022 Outlander Sport in the near future, as well as updated 2022 Mirage and Mirage G4 models. So just a handful of cars. They're staying in their lane. They're not trying to be, you know, Mercedes with 900 vehicles uh, for sale or Toyota with 901 vehicles for sale. They're just staying in their lane, and they're building cars that work. 
they do have an electric uh, crossover as well, the Outlander uh, plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. So uh, go to com, spec out your Eclipse Cross or your Outlander, test drive one. I think you'll be pleased. And uh, I give it a, a very high rating. I think for the price, I would go a little bit higher with the uh, Outlander. But I think if you choose the Eclipse Cross, you're not going to make a bad decision by doing so, Dave. Totally, totally agree. Great review. I agree with you 100 percent on that vehicle. I love the I love the warranty, and I think Mitsubishi's back thanks to a little helping yeah. hand from their brother Nissan. Uh, I think that Indeed. was I think that was a smart move, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Uh, I forgot the the guys. That'd name. be uh, Joe for today. Joe, Joe, thank you very much, my brother, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Dave. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 11.70. And, oh, by the way, we're going to continue the interview we did at the top of the hour. So stay tuned. FM 96.1, AM 11.70, the answer. You ought to know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, the answer. Segment's brought to you by Convoy Auto Repair, 3909 Convoy Street, Napa Auto Care, ASE certified, AAA approved. You can't beat Dave and his team. Guarantees good clear across the continental United States. And Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa, 3885 Convoy Street. You can get all of your uh, minor body work down there. You can even take your vehicle in if it's a lease return. And let me tell you, these lease return deals, you may not know, but when you lease a vehicle, you sign on the dotted line that when you send that thing back to the lease company and you don't have it in tippy-top shape, they will send it to a body shop and you'll get stung retail. So don't let that happen. Take it into Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa. Tell them, hey, I need a lease return special. All right. Well, you know, I did the first half of the Rebel Rally interview because it was so long. And it was done, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and rerun the tail end of it so you get the whole show. That's Elizabeth and Allison Williams. And Elizabeth is a PR uh, lady for Rolls-Royce, and she went out and bought a Toyota. And believe it or not, she found one without navigation because you can't use nav on this event. So sit back, put your feet up, take a listen. Well, and, and that's the reason we do our San Diego Off-Road Coalition Dirt Radio Show, to try to keep all the trails open, because mm-hmm. California is the worst. I mean, they want to shut everything down. So, Audrey and Nicole and I, we and Ed, we have been fighting for the last three years, I mean, doing everything humanly possible to keep the trails open, because I've never seen an, a person that goes off-road that treats the treats the earth negatively i mean you guys are so respectful and the public needs to know it and i think that's one of the reasons emily puts this program together to bring awareness to the fact yeah that that we've got to keep this stuff open and yes we have to protect it you know trek it in trek it out you know don't leave anything behind uh but 
you guys are going to have so much fun. So you know we're going to have to do a post-interview. <laughs> Absolutely. We will definitely uh, hopefully still be on speaking terms, you know, with each other and <laughs> we'll have to come back on. <laughs> Come on, Christmas is around the corner. You got to stay on good speaking terms. Um, absolutely, it was very important to our family to make sure that we both come back together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the family said you're doing what together? <laughs> A little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? And and again, it's just going to be such an experience. Uh, I highly recommend you do a daily diary, you know, of how the day went. You never know. Yeah. Think of a book or a movie. Yeah, this is true. Very true. <laughs> well, I talk to young drivers, you know, like they're eight or nine years old, and I tell them to do the same thing. Keep a daily diary because you just you just never know, you know, where it's, where you're going to end up in life and where where that could be a benefit. And it's it's fun to go back and it's fun to read. Now, you guys are going to end up in Glamis. Is that on a Sunday? It's actually on a Saturday, uh, or Friday and Saturday is when we end out there. So, so because what I, you know, you know me, I'm always trying to, you know, wheel a deal. I'm thinking you're not but an hour and a half from San Diego. So wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if we could get you and your truck and get you know, as, you know as many trucks on TV after oh, the race yeah. possible? Uh, that would that would definitely be something we could look into for sure. <laughs> Yeah, maybe what I'll do is I'll reach out to Emily and let her organize us since she's way better organizing than I am. Yes, that is true. She can do anything. <laughs> she is such a wizard, too. But to look at her, you'd never know she had it in her. But, man, is she good at what she does. So so now, uh, so so Allison, you're, uh, what have you done study? What have you done to study as far as the mapping goes? Or are you pretty comfortable with it? Well, I mean, I have uh, sort of studied how to use Compass, and I've used it, um, again, as I mentioned, for search and rescue training in the past. But we've been lucky enough to have some um, past competitors who sort of shared with us their techniques for practice. And, um, you know, through the official training, we get to see examples of what we'll be looking at. And um, so, you know, getting familiar with looking at topographic maps about converting um, different kinds of uh, latitude and longitude so you really understand the difference between degrees and minutes and decimals um, is really important. And uh, I'm just super excited to get out there and start working uh, with all of this and getting to see these places sort of right up close. I think that's just the most exciting thing about off-roading is getting to go to places you just couldn't see otherwise. Well, the terrain is amazing. You're starting at Hoover yeah. Dam, which mm -hmm. if you have Hoover Dam, that's just amazing all in itself. But I am so impressed because I can guarantee you, I go to a press event and they say, okay, go out of the parking lot, turn left, turn right, turn left, and I <laughs> every single time. I don't care what they tell me. So I'm really impressed. <laughs> so what's your what's your team number? We are team 119, and we're also called Team Get Lost. So we're always <laughs> not get lost, but <laughs> we always be, have a little fun with it. Yeah, that'll be a good omen that that won't happen. So exactly. Is the public going to be able to follow you guys throughout the eight days or no? Allison? Yeah, so the um, the rally itself does a really great job. Of, there's a tracker on their website that follows each um, individual team in real time. 
They also produce um, some daily videos um, that sort of follow what's happening, what happened in the terrain, um, interviews with people, and that sort of thing. And then I know our social media will be staying up to date. We will not be doing it. Our cell phones will be locked away for the entire experience, uh, but some pictures from the professional photographers that follow the rally will come back to our social media person and we'll be going out on our Instagram, uh, which is at team get lost. So there's, there's been lots of sort of evidence of, of what's going on, even though we, we ourselves will be uh, sort of off the grid. You're not going to have a cell phone. Are you going to be able no. to? Have- <laughs> <laughs> it's not so excited about it. the world for a little while. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if you've been listening to the news lately, but all the social media platforms have crashed. I have never <laughs> heard that. So, so what, a, what, what a wonderful thing to have happen. I'm kind of excited about it. You know, I don't even have to look at my phone. It's thrilled. Well, I am going to, as soon as I hang up from you, I'm going to reach out to Emily and see what we can do to put some cars together uh, and, and hopefully get them to KUSI. Because... I, I want to do it to see you guys, but I also want to be able to get you guys on, you know, radio and TV so that you can give this back to your sponsors and say thank you very much for what you did because they've done it out of the kindness of their heart. They're not expecting Absolutely. anything in return, right? <laughs> well, we always like to make sure that they're happy with uh, their kind of their, their bang for their buck. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, I you know, go out there, start doing some push-ups, start pushing the truck around, just <laughs> yourself in good shape. And, Elizabeth, thank you very much for reaching out. I cannot wait for the eight days to uh, go. And it starts, uh, what, it starts on Wednesday the 13th? Actually, it starts no. on this Thursday uh, with Tech Inspection, uh, October 7th. <laughs> Oh, October. Oh, that's right. And then you should be done if all goes well on the what, the tenth. That's it. The fifteenth, fifteenth uh, and sixteenth are going to be the the finish line in our oh. in our celebration. Good, because I've got an open slot on the seventeenth, so I'm going to reach out to Emily right now. All right, that's awesome. Good. All right, you guys have fun. Be safe, and uh, I'll try to get online and, and track you guys and see how you do. But don't tell Audrey. Don't tell her I said that. Thanks so much. Have fun. We'll talk to you later. Hey, by the way, all you have to do is go to YB, that's Yellow Boy Races, R-A-C-E-S, download that free app, and you can follow those girls. And Audrey and Nicole are in ninth place as of today, and that's the third day, so I'm super proud of her. Brittany's in the house. Who have you got, uh... Who have you got uh, uh, coming on next? Guys, make sure her mic is hot. Who who you got? Grandfather and grandson racing each other, going around track to track. And they actually just raced last night, so I can't wait to hear about their latest race. Yeah. So we're going to have that. Uh, I think uh, Dirt Dude's going to try to get somebody to call in. If not, he'll have tons. And Scott Delosio is going to, I guess he's got a massive race coming up. Yeah, and it looks like we might be putting Brittany in a four-second dragster. Yellow. Yellow. That thing. I'd go with That's the full. Beautiful. I'd go with the full-length dragster. It's not beautiful. as twitchy. All right. This is you ought to know. FM ninety-six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. I got a rock.
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.